What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a uh, Thursday. Well, it's actually a Friday. We're doing Thursday's show today. So thanks for joining us on a Friday for Thursday's show. What's going on? Didn't have a chance to record yesterday. Uh, had a couple things going on with with my dog, Layla. Uh, for those who have listened for a while, you know you know that she's occasionally had some setbacks with, you know, just some things here or there, some digestive stuff usually. So uh, all is uh, good right now. She appears to be... You know, doing all right, recovering right. She's sleeping right now, so uh, she's hopefully back at it pretty soon. But either way, we're doing yesterday's show today. What's happening, everyone? Sorry we were out of uh, commission yesterday. How did you do? Did you do well the first day of the MLB coming back? Did you hit some winners? Hopefully so. Uh, On today's show, we are going to just go over a couple uh, random topics. We'll speak about some recent sports betting news. There was a sports betting conference recently, and then uh, I'm actually going to start off by going over some of my MLB numbers and talk about how that compares to what you might see uh, in in hockey season or soccer season. So uh, remember, Thrive Fantasy. It's so much fun to play with Thrive Fantasy. You've all got to sign up, especially if you like player props. It is heaven for a player prop uh, uh, gambler. They have a lot of contests, very similar to daily fantasy contests, where it's the same sort of entry process, payout process, but you make a lineup with player props. So check them out, Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD, that's SBD for Sports Betting Daily, and uh, that'll get you a deposit match up to 100 bucks. Thrive Fantasy, promo code SBD. All right, so let's go over some MLB numbers this season. Major League Baseball, uh, they've played about 1,400 games so far before the All-Star break. Of those uh, roughly 1,400 games, I have bet 42 of them. Now, I've given out on the show 49. I've given out a lot of them compared to how many I bet. Uh, I've given out, uh, or did I say 49? I meant 29. I've given out 29 on the show. Uh, we are 14 and 15 overall. And actually, I've got a couple picks coming up after this show for Friday's podcast. So if you're listening sequentially uh, for today's show, Friday's show, I have a couple picks for tonight's games. So uh, hopefully get above 500 with those. But yeah, 14 and 15 so far in the 29 games I've given out. Uh, I have bet 42 games so far this uh, uh, baseball season. So 42 games in 1,400, that's about 3% of the games, okay? So if you compare that to the NHL, where I had 302 bets last year, okay? That's 302 bets of 1,312 total NHL games in the regular season. And by the way, that 302 is regular season only, not my playoffs. So that's 23% of games that I'm betting in the NHL compared to 3% in Major League Baseball. Now, that may be a little bit deceiving because it's, yes, 23% of the bets for the games totally played, but that also includes live bets, right? Any middles, hedges, things like that. So it's not all just pregame, let's watch, you know, see what happens, but 302 bets overall with that many games, it's a lot more bets than I've made total in the MLB with 42. So if you want to boil that down to how many bets per week that is, essentially, that's about two and a half bets per week in the MLB, in Major League Baseball, and that's about 11 bets per week in hockey. So you can see a drastic difference between hockey and baseball, the amount of games I'm betting. But it's not just that. The uh, the bet amount changes too. Okay, so it's not just that I'm finding more positive EV bets in the other sports, mainly because I have a better system for those sports. It's that I'm betting more 
on hockey. I'm betting more on my more successful sports. So you bet less and fewer games when you're not as successful. We always talk about that. But, you know, you guys have been asking. I go over my numbers recently. That's it. 14 and 15, 29 games in the in, in, in Major League Baseball so far. But it's all about your confidence and your approach. So if I feel like I have a half of a percent edge in hockey, I'm willing to make that bet. If I feel like I have a half percent edge in, in the ML or, or in even, you know, Major League Baseball or even in the NBA, it's like, no, pass. You know, I don't trust it enough. So there's a big difference there. And don't worry, we're coming up quickly to soccer, hockey, all my key sports, but uh, I thought those were, you know, pretty interesting, those numbers. All right, let's move on. Madden ratings. Uh, Madden ratings came out yesterday, uh, or at least for the running backs. They're kind of releasing them position by position, and I do have my thoughts on the Madden ratings. People go crazy over the Madden ratings, and I see why. They're fun. I like the lists. You get to, you know, rank these players, have the debates. It is a good time. It is fun, and I completely see the appeal, but one thing I've talked about before that I'm going to repeat on today's show is... Let's not think about things in terms of Madden ratings. I know it's fun to talk about. Should, you know, should Najee Harris be higher? He's only an 85. Should Aaron Donald have been a 99 for six years in a row? Should, you know, all these questions. But Aaron Donald is a 99 Madden, right? But even Aaron Donald over the course of a season doesn't play like a 99 every game, every down, every snap. There's some snaps he plays like a 98. Some he plays like a 90. Somebody plays like a, maybe an 80 if he's a little winded or whatever, okay? Uh, Baker Mayfield. I don't know what he's rated in Madden. Probably high 70s, low 80s, maybe even mid 70s, okay? Well, what do you think Baker Mayfield... He's a perfect example. Some weeks he plays like an 83. Some weeks he plays like a 63, <laughs> right? So this idea of, oh, 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 he's a 75. Oh, this player, he's an 83. It's like, it's it's so asinine and ridiculous and funny and laughable to look at things that way, but it seems like everyone sort of does. And I think that what happens is Madden changes the way we sort of, not just Madden alone, but it doesn't help the way we view players. Most people view players on this static framework, right? Where they're good, they suck, they're they're, they're awesome, they're terrible. Most people look at teams, coaches, players on that very, on that very idea of they are this and they don't ever change. And we shouldn't look at that. It's, it's successful winning sports betters. We need to be able to look at things differently and say, that's not how it works. Maybe on average, that player plays like that, but that's not how we should think about things. All right. And finally, I want to talk about this sports betting conference that was put on by the SBC recently. Uh, before we do, if you want to make bets big free in baseball and a lot of sports coming up, check out betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free $20 with Better Edge. All right, so the SBC Summit North America Sports Betting Conference. Oh, God. How many conferences can these bookmakers put on for themselves? Where they're all, I mean, could they be any more pathetic? You know, it, it, it's like... They keep throwing themselves, you know, surprise birthday parties where, oh, hey, hide and surprise me and I'm going to come home and, oh, it's just like, this is put on by them for them. They're all jerking each other off. Speech, 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 (laughs) you know, it's so stupid. It's just like the Sports Betting Hall of Fame, right? I've talked about this before. Until Billy Walters is in the Sports Betting Fame or uh, any sports better, is it really a Hall of Fame? Or is it just a bunch of bookmakers? Oh, great job, great job. It's like, give me a break. A chimpanzee could run a book with minus 110. Unbelievable. So anyway, I thought the SBC conference was, 
it's just like I, I read that on Twitter. There's another conference. How many? I guess they could spend a lot of money. You all are giving it to them in these nine team parlays. They have enough to you know billions of dollars to take these weekend trips and these conferences and pat each other on the back for the amazing job they're doing. It's like really you're doing an amazing job. Look at the average bet. It's like a nine team parlay. I think that you're just lucky that people aren't making good bets. Either way. Thought that was funny. I have a couple thoughts on the uh, conference, though. Uh, ESPN article uh, came out with a couple uh, takeaways, and the ESPN article talked about Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac was a big deal at this sports betting conference. Uh, I want to talk about what the article said about Mattress Mac. Now, the article, if you want to reference it, it was an ESPN article, sports betting conference takeaways. And that was pretty much, and then it's, you know, blah, 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 blah. But anyway. It was Sports Betting Coverage Takeaways, ESPN, and on there it was Why Sports Bettors Are Mad at Mattress Mac. And before I go on, uh, Mattress Mac, Mattress Mac, if I'm not saying that you know slowly enough, clearly enough, uh, he is a mattress dealer, if you will. Um, he's, I think he's from Texas, the Texas area. He's got a whole bunch of chains, and he does promotions every year where he says, hey, buy this furniture, and if our favorite team or your favorite, or, you know, whatever, it was like the Houston Astros a couple years ago, uh, you know, he picks a team. If this team wins the championship, the Super Bowl, the World Series, you get your furniture for free. So if, you, if you're on the edge about getting a bed or something, it's like, hey, let's get a bed now. And if the Broncos win the Super Bowl, we'll get it for free or whatever. I don't know who it is this year. So that's how it works. Well, to hedge, Mattress Mac then makes a bet on whatever team the promotion's for. So if that team wins, he now gets money back and doesn't lose millions in, in merchandise, right? So last year, I think it was the Bengals, okay? And it was if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, you get your furniture for free. When the Bengals got there to the Super Bowl, he made a sizable bet on the Bengals to win because if they would have won, he he's given millions of dollars worth of beds and furniture away. He's like, I got to make that back somehow. So he bets on that team. Well, people are mad at Mattress Mac, in the industry <laughs> because he's getting huge bets in. And there's a lot of people like, oh, my limits are only $10,000. Why is Mattress Mac? And this was a big enough deal for people at the conference to bring this up. And I'm just going to be quick and very precise with this because this is not difficult. Sportsbooks will take huge bets if you really don't know what you're doing. And Mattress Mac, making it obvious in public, all he's doing is hedging for his own business. He knows nothing about the sports. We should never even refer to him as a sports better. He should not come up with a sports betting idea. He's just using this as a hedge for his business kind of promotion. So he's not a sports better. He's just using this, you know, like I said, to, to, to make some money back. So the fact that people are upset, they don't understand that he's not scaring the, the, the casinos. You know, you realize these same casinos who take $5,000, $10,000 bets from sharp bettors, they'll take $500,000 bets from some backer at player who doesn't know what the hell they're doing. So it's not about the size of the bet. It's about the person making the bet. And that's what people often forget, which is so important in this situation. And ESPN writes an article about, ah, everyone's mad at Mattress Mac. It's like, why? Why? Maybe the fake professionals who pretend to win at you know ESPN are, but real professionals who understand how the industry would never be mad at Mattress Mac. They, that's stupid. And I'm not trying to defend the guy. I'm just saying, why att attack him for getting big bets in? He's not moving the market, trust me. A, a lucky book who wants to take a side takes his bet, or who may need to side takes his bet. But I thought that was hysterical. Everyone's mad at Mattress Mac. It's like, okay. All right. And then my last thoughts, uh, the FanDuel CEO 
came out and said, 25% of offshore customers don't get paid. And I do have a couple thoughts on this. First thought, that's true. It is very well. I don't know about the 25% figure, but it's very hard to get paid from offshore books, at least comparatively. You got to go through all these processes that make it easy if you take it out in cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, but then you're paying fees out the ass at every left turn. You got to pay a crypto fee, you got to pay a wallet fee. Then the market moves while your money's in there. And recently the market hasn't been going up in crypto. Well, actually last couple of days it has, but a couple of months before that it wasn't. So if you're taking any money out of an account, you're paying a fee to take it out. You're paying like a 5% fee to transfer it over, then Coinbase takes a fee. By the time it gets to your account and it's hit the market, it's like, you've lost a lot of money. As a matter of fact, when I it's funny, when I first started doing this and sports betting, how do we put this? It was frowned upon, right? Uh, I used a lot of offshore books. And at the end of the year, uh, my accountant and I totaled up how much money I had won or lost in the time frame. Oh, whoops, it's... And how much money I'd won or lost in the time frame of um, my money going into Coinbase and then me withdrawing it from Coinbase because it wouldn't like be automatic and I wouldn't be there every time it happened immediately. So let's say I took money out of Bovada, okay? Bovada is a popular one. Well, I would withdraw and I'd put in my code or my my wallet keychain or whatever it's called. And then it would say, okay, you know, your your money will be within your wallet within two hours, and so I'd be like, okay, so I'd go back to work, blah, 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 and then I'd get an email when it was in there. Well, sometimes I'd get the email and I'd see it five minutes later, 10 minutes later, and I go, great. So then I go to my Coinbase to get my money out, and it's inevitably moved because the market's always moving. And so what I have to do or had to do that year was see how much money I won or lost in those couple minutes that it took me to cash out. Over the course of a year, I had lost, it was like $850 just in that process. We're not talking fees. We're not talking anything else. Just in the process of it going into my Coinbase and then the market manipulating it before I touched it. I lost, you know, just under a thousand bucks. So point of that being, yes, it's tough to get your money out. Yes, it's a lot harder than it is at domestic sports books, where it now just goes right into your account. Okay. So so it's it is very difficult. It's a pain in the ass and it's hard. That 25% number seems a little high to me though, but I'm still not going to endorse any offshore books at this point. You guys have heard of what I thought about them. I don't think they're good at all. And, you know, the fact that FanDuel's CEO is coming out and saying that means hopefully there's going to be either crackdowns soon or they just become, you know, not a part of this industry anymore. Because, But they are useful, actually. I mean, I, I get some of my best hockey bets on Bet Bet BetOnline opens hockey numbers. I get best bets there uh, day after day. It's actually worth it to me to put up with the nonsense and the headaches of withdrawing to make my bets every day at, at Bet Online. Really, seriously, it's worth it. They, they have the openers. I get five cents better every game, essentially. So anyway, that's it for today's show. Stay tuned on uh, today's other show. Coming up here in a few minutes, we'll have some picks for baseball tonight. We'll talk to you then on Sports Betting Daily.